friends, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Cinemondo Podcast with Kathy, Mark, and Burke talking about movies. And today we're actually going to talk about a movie. We all watched it. Yeah, we're going to review uh, this film, uh, Indian film called An Hadhun, which came out in 2018. Huge critical and box office success. I think the budget was 32 crore, and it was made like 500 crore. So it was wow. a wow. Okay. successful film. It won all kinds of awards in India, and uh, so a lot of our commenters said, "Hey, let's you know you should watch this film and talk about it." So here we are yeah. doing that. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the film, and then we're going to have a point in the middle of this uh, episode where we're going to delineate the first part from the second part, and we're going to spoil it because yeah, we so want to talk about spoiler zone. We're going to go it's, into the spoiler zone. It's a movie that you know we we do do, do not want to spoil it for yeah. you. So we will certainly let you know when we're going to start talking about stuff. You don't, if you haven't seen the movie, you should not yes. listen to that yes. part or watch that. But part. you should don't see the listen. film before you finish watching the episode before you finish watching this because mm -hmm. you should see it not knowing yes anything yeah the it's less you know of, the better it's one yeah, of those one twists of and turns that half the fun of it is not knowing anything exactly. when you go in. so yeah. in a way we're telling you to watch a film and we're going to tell you about it but you really shouldn't be listening to this right now <laughs> but you know Just we really appreciate it it's a, uh, thank you for the comment for for uh, the uh, suggestion you know recommendation yeah. of this film so we, we and speaking of recommendations and comments don't forget to comment subscribe and like to our youtube channel or and watch listen to our podcast we've got hundreds and, uh, you know, feel free to give us a special thanks, which is extra special. Uh, and uh, we, you know, a super thanks. Sorry. A super, super thanks. thanks. Yes. Super, because it's super. It's super. super. It's highlighted. It's color coded. And, it's so fun uh, to see those. I see them come in. I'm like, that's so exciting. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. So, but thanks for, for watching. But let's talk about this film that, um, like I said, it was so uh, respected when it came out. Yeah. And I think and, all three of us recommend it. I mean, yeah. we're all three of us advocating that you should go see this film mm -hmm. and then come back and finish watching this. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting story and it's basically, I mean, we, we, the plot is so sort of labyrinthian that we're not going to go through the whole thing, but it's right. about, uh, basically about a blind pianist who um, you, you just start to see his life, you know, his regular life, in in India and the town of uh, I think it's in Pune is where the, the yeah. film is set, and um, he's uh you know he's he meets this woman Sophie when he's crossing the street I guess he gets knocked over and they start a relationship a friendship, and she gets from knocked that, over she gets knocked over that's he, right <laughs> I mean, yeah. like so he meets this woman and she gets knocked <laughs> over like it's like that's just what happens she hits him on her scooter she is, drives <laughs> right. this really cool yellow scooter through the streets and it's a funny <laughs> scene where she's. <laughs> She's yelling at somebody in a in a truck, like, "Did yeah. you see? Did you? Are you blind?" And then she zooms away, all pissed off, and she runs into this blind guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like immediately, a blind guy. right, right. And so, but you know, they they start a, a, a relationship, a very and, cute you know, relationship. Yeah, very, cute. very intimate it. and sweet. And she really, of course, is impressed by his uh, piano playing and his. Uh, I think uh, her dad owns like a. Um, a, a, piano uh, sort of a, a piano bar nightclub and so he starts playing there and you know is a big hit and there's a retired actor there uh his name is pramod sinha notices him and invites him to perform at uh, his wedding ceremony or his wedding anniversary at, at his anniversary yeah. does, like right. a private concert for his lovely young wife and yes. right um, they're both and they were the, funny too the, their yeah. relationship when they showed him was actually very cute and lively and fun i liked that too 
but it's a it, it's a film that uh to me it was it starts off and i'm like well this is interesting it's a little yeah. you know kind of a type of movie that i don't normally watch it's a you know like an, a romance a cute romance two people kind of meet in a, in that sort of meet cute way you know mm -hmm. and she's just adorable and on her little scooter and and uh, he is you know you have sympathy for him but you know he's getting along he gets around pretty well and you know he's he's, he's not very handsome and he's yeah not, like he's not pathetic and feeling no. sorry no. for himself or anything no. like that and and uh but then um should we should we go into the spoilers at this point? <laughs> we we should go very soon. Also, I just want to mention that this is actually based on a French film, two thousand and two, really? called The yeah. Piano Tuner. So it has a very metropolitan, you know, quirky, clever French tone to it, which you could totally see as sort of one of those little complicated romantic comedies, which yeah. is what you kind of assume you're watching when you start. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he, you know, so he's invited okay, to go. Okay. You want to add a spoiler zone? Yeah. This is where we're gonna do the spoiler zone versus yes. the non-spoilers. <laughs> So yeah, so spoilers up. Spoilers up. And, 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 and this twist usually comes in. You know, this Let comes me know in when about it, when this is enough. This is enough. I think that's a good. We're good. Spoilers out. Okay, we've had enough of my terrible singing also. So there we go. Okay, so now let's get into the 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 real gist of it. Well, here's the here's the big twist. Dun, dun, dun. And seriously, so people, first, if you've not seen it, please do not listen to this. The first big twist <laughs> is that Akash is the name of the character. Yeah. The blind pianist is not blind. Right. He but has no like, It seems like he feels like he's fallen for this girl and he kind of feels maybe bad that he's misleading her and all that. Yeah. So he he wears these kind of milky contact lenses right. and uh he, there's a scene where he kind of takes them out and he says, mm. you know, you, you get the impression that he's like, I'm not going to wear these and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to tell her, I'm, yeah. you know, he, you get the feeling that he's on the verge of telling her because he really likes her. But then, yeah. um, then he shows up at the, at this, uh, private concert at the actor's house and he goes in, you know, pretending to be blind because the, you know, he's supposed to be this great blind <laughs> musician he sits down and the wife um, is there, the young wife, but the actor is not there. But the young wife mm -hmm. kind of moves out of the frame and he sees beyond her that there is a dead body in the dining room and a puddle of blood. The right. movie completely changes yes. its yes. direction at this point and becomes a sort of a scary Hitchcockian murder mystery with a, with a quirk that's really cool. What does he do now? It does. Yeah. It is kind of Hitchcocky when Very you think about much it, because so. he's That's like good, this everyday guy. Even the fake blind thing could be Hitchcocky, really. Yeah. I mean, so the fact that he ends up upon a, a crime like this, while he and then he has to still keep his shit together, she can't say anything because about it. Yeah. he's blind and hasn't actually seen anything, but you're still seeing something so completely traumatic and fucked up. And he's yeah. having to be like, I'll just keep playing. It's yeah. kind of a great scene because he's <laughs> sort is. of like trying to like be natural. No, there's a dead body yeah. right there and there's a pool of blood. And there's another guy yeah. that is in the apartment too. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to keep his shit together and play the piano, <laughs> you know. While and, he's watching him mop up the blood. Oh my God. Because as soon as he kind of lets on or something, he could be dead. You yes. know, like yeah. he, he's, he's done. He's a witness. Right. 
And how so, do you get out of that situation? Like, you can't just go, well, I got to go now. Like, you yeah. have to pretend like uh, you're just doing well, he's, your thing. And he's playing while they sort of take yes. the body and, and kind of fold it into this big suitcase and kind of carry Classic. it out of the apartment. <laughs> and he's still playing. It's like, wow, that that's what the movie said. Whoa, okay, this totally a left turn. Yeah. I love left turns like but that. But that, that is such a off. great hook right there. That you is. Know, that's such it a is. Great, great hook. And then it gets, then there's another twist. He goes to the police, of course. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. in the movie is like, well, go tell the police. So he goes to the police with the intention of, of course, saying, look, I'm not really blind. Look, I can read. Yeah. He could very easily go to the police and say, I witnessed this thing because they thought I was blind. They would totally believe him. Mm-hmm. He could prove it. And But then while he's getting, he's just about, I think he's just about to take <laughs> his glasses off when the chief of police comes out of the room and it's the dude he saw in the apartment <laughs> yeah. mopping up the blood with the woman. So once yeah. again, he has to keep his shit together and still act blind, still even though he's seen blind. the guy and not react. It was very, it was and really now, some fun acting. And also he just said, I witnessed a murder. So this guy comes out and he goes, and he recognizes him, of course. This is the blind guy yeah, playing yeah. the piano when we mm-hmm. murdered yeah. this guy. <laughs> so he's a little suspicious. Like, why yeah. are you here? He's, uh, what? So he has to make up a story on the fly. Like, uh, my, my cat. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, so it's but he does have a cute kitty. He does have a cute kitty. You put your kitty stop watching this film. It's a total page turner. <laughs> you and put yourself in the position of well, what would I do if I yeah. was in this you know impossible situation? And other yeah. things happen. Like you know, there's a neighbor, an elderly neighbor, who yeah. kind of saw something going on. You know, and she so, knew there was another man in there. Right. Yeah. right like that's I saw right. another man. He looked like a bodybuilder and he went in there. <laughs> yeah. And so of course, you know, the, the wife, her name was in the, in the movie, see me, see, she overhears this. And there's yeah. this other oh, scene boy. where she just, you know, tosses her off she a ledge. Of just like, gotta go. Like, oh, <laughs> so evil. Wow. She was hardcore. But he sees that. He, you know, mm-hmm. he's that's when he Again. arrives. The elevator opens <laughs> just as she's shoving this lady off the balcony. And he's got to not be shocked by that. And he's just tapping his cane and he goes up to the door and rings the doorbell like he never saw anything. And it's there's I like so many the, the, of those moments in this film where you're like, yeah. ah. And the police yeah. are kind of like, why are you always here when this shit's happening? <laughs> yeah. like, what? And it's like, here's this blind guy just happens to be in all these weird crime scenes. Like, what? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. It was really funny. And there, there's lots of that that keep continuing to go on through the movie. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's constantly was like sort of surprising me. And it's very hard to surprise me. Like, yeah. the script is so interesting. Like, it's taking these yeah. crazy turns. Like, there's a scene where he he's like, you know, hanging out and you know, like at a bus stop or something, or he's having lunch and there's a woman selling flowers and there's somebody else who's like the driver, like the, the, uh, the cab driver. And they come but later on there, they come back into the picture because there's, they're part of the plot, but just, they're right. just sort of innocent bystanders. She's selling lottery tickets on the street. Right. Lottery tickets. Yeah. That's what it was. That's right. And she thinks so, he's blind. So she's like, God favors the blind. So touch, touch a lottery ticket. And my next customer will buy that one and he'll be a big winner. And so he does it, you know, okay. <laughs> okay. Touching a lottery ticket. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, yeah I mean, it, things get worse and worse for this guy in the story. It's, it, it's one of those, um, in a kind of a film noir way where you have gotten yourself into this situation by being dishonest. Yep. Even yep. though your intentions might not have been bad, 
you have now gotten yourself into a huge mess and the more you try to get yourself out of that mess, the deeper into the mess you fall. Yeah. And yep. before long, he's getting in, he's in the clutches of organ harvesters. Who want <laughs> it goes very weird. <laughs> and it goes, the, the film just goes nuts. Let's, it, I, well, you don't have to get into the, all the details of what happens to this guy, but yes. it's really through a nightmare. But yeah. a film noir, Hitchcock, it's all of yeah. that, and, and, yeah. and but in a surprising way. You know, there's a there's a neighbor, there's a child who's like a next door neighbor. I love the he kid; has, he's great. He's, he's totally like curious and suspicious yeah. about what's going on. Yeah. He videos something. So there's all these things that sort of actually could really happen if you said you said you know faked being blind. I mean, all yeah. this shit starts happening to you. Well, you the know? thing I like too is that this could it totally have existed without the blind angle, like. He could have just been like, you know, he could have been pulled, called over to the house to do the, the piano playing. They could have tried been hiding the crime, like just out of sight, but he's sort of onto us, still having to pretend. But I love that they added that little extra wrinkle because if he comes out about his blindness, he could also sort of throw away the career that he'd been making because everyone's giving him this extra attention and consideration because he's blind. So he's having a little bit of success with it. So then he looks like a total asshole. If he goes, Oh, yeah. I'm not blind. Everyone right. it's just a big lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're right. I love the you idea. Anyway. You're a liar. You go to court yeah. with that and you're like, well, didn't you lie about being blind? What, you're what a terrible witness. Believe you now. <laughs> your, your whole life is built on a lie. And like, you yeah. know, Burke said, so all this stuff happens to him because he's a big liar. And he's right. lying to the woman he cares about. He's lying to the people he works for. He's lying to, I mean, <laughs> and, and he's always so complicated lie too. It's that stolen valor kind of thing where yes. you're, you're pretending right. to have a disability, which yeah. is like, that's pretty low, you know, mm -hmm. but his, his explanation for it was that he wanted to sort of, um, he was wearing a, um, eye mask to, to imagine being blind. And I think mm -hmm. his intention, I think he explains it at one point where he wanted, he wanted to sort of deprive himself of certain of of his sense of vision yeah. so that he could concentrate on his music more and it's kind of a legitimate thing i guess in a weird way mm -hmm. but you could you could argue that you know when he was playing his piano in his apartment he would wear these you know he would you know pretend closes take away the sense of vision so that he yeah. could yeah. focus on the sound on the on the on the music that's so, Burke, you're a musician. Does that did that intrigue you in a way of like you know shutting out the ice outside world, like taking away your your senses and like playing your music without any input from your visual, or do you need the vision to do that? I've never really thought about it, honestly. I, I felt like I feel like every all of your senses are a part of your inspiration. Yeah, and I, but I do I do kind of think about it, and it's like yeah, I do put limitations on myself sometimes with mm -hmm. art, you know, with any creative mm -hmm. art you do kind of you sort of sometimes when you're writing music or when you're doing visual art it's almost like there's too many options when right. you look at that blank canvas it's a white canvas i could do anything on there so sometimes it's good to sort of focus it zero it down i challenge myself sometimes or actually have artist friends that i ask to challenge me like ask me to draw something that I don't mm. normally draw. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Or or let's talk about a kind of music that I've never written before. Mm -hmm. A type of a type of music that I've never thought about writing. I've always done right. this kind of music. I've never really thought about doing that kind of music. And that limits that sort of limits and focuses down 
so right. that you can then concentrate on something and do something you've never done before. I think that's the implication of what the guy is attempting with yeah. this blindness <laughs> idea. Sensory deprivation maybe challenges him to write music in a way that he wouldn't have if he would, had been distracted by all the stuff that he's seeing in the city right. and the people and the faces. Yeah. And, and they started noticing more generosity and more attention because he was, you know, appearing blind. And then he was kind of, well, I kind of like this because it's kind of working for me. And then he's like, I'll just keep trying. And then all of a sudden he's locked in to yeah, this lifestyle. Kind of lie that once you tell it, you you are locked in and you also it's like, oh, by the way, I'm not really blind. Uh, and then yeah, everyone and then just feels betrayed. You are if you're if you're That's thinking right. blind. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And even like, you know, towards the end of the film, it's they fast forward two years later and he's, yeah. you know, part of this, uh, you know, this concert group and he's playing and he sees uh, or Sophie finds him. His name yeah. is Akash. Mm -hmm. uh, and but, you know, he kind of like I guess he he, he told the whole story there, didn't he? Or, and uh, I think that's the the the, the, yeah. the uh, narrative trick of the film is that he is you're you're watching his story. Right. As he's telling it to her at that cafe gotcha, in Venice, gotcha. I think in, in Venice, because Venice, at okay. one point he stops at the story, and then she's like, "Well, then what happened?" Right, right. Gotcha, gotcha. Then you kind of wonder: Is he an unreliable narrator adding right. sort of organ harvesting exactly. thing to spice things up? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there's all this other. There's a lot of layers that make it really entertaining and interesting the whole way. And even the last scene, there's sort of something that questions, you know, like, "Oh, yeah. the very last scene is like." That's a kind of an exclamation point or something yeah. to think about. So we, we should leave that unsaid. We can. It's the whole it. thing is kind of a trick. Like they're tricking you while he's tricking other people. And in the meantime, yeah. you're going one way with the narrative, and they're going another way. So the whole time, you're you're sort of kept off balance by where is this thing going? Who's telling the truth? What is happening? <laughs> Super, yeah. a very smart script. I mean, you really yeah. had to really think this one yeah. out. You know, sort of plan it out. So I thought mm -hmm. that's why I really I really liked it. I said that's. I it. really liked it too. I thought it yeah. was a it was very com compelling story because you really like these people even though akash is you know a, a sort of a sort of slightly despicable liar <laughs> i know but you like him for some reason he seems so well, you, you're, you're in you're you're in you're his right. shoes through the movie like, yeah. like he's the guy that you're following you're, you're not, trying you're, to relate to him even though you don't right. agree with his methods like you don't want to you don't want to like as soon as there's a you know a body on the floor you know with a pool of blood you got to escape that. You got to somehow yeah. save yourself, and you're in there. You're in your shoes. Yeah, so, and then all of a sudden, his to... crime of lying doesn't seem as bad because there's way worse crimes than a guy exactly. lying about being blind. I guess. Exactly. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty there's bad. A, there's might a be. scene there where he's trying to sort of talk his way out. Of, you know, the, the there's some confrontations that are really scary in this, like yeah. when the uh, when the killer guy. The police, the corrupt policeman shows up and tries to kill him. You know, that, yeah. that's that's genuinely horror film, scary yeah. almost. And but then you're you wonder there's a there's another scene where he confronts the woman, too, and she tries to kill. You know, she tries to really do horrible things. And and then he's saying, look, I'm not going to tell anybody about this. I just want to get away from all this. I'm going to London tomorrow, going back to London. You get the impression that. He's just in this small town to play the the blind guy thing, yeah. yeah. And then he's going to go back to his real life in London, and yeah, you know, and then <laughs> nobody will know him, you know. Right, right, right. But um, then as things go, how whenever you try and do that shit, you get caught up in a whole murder plot every time. Yeah, every time. So yeah. if you like a thriller, if you like a thriller that's in that Hitchcock mode with that yeah. film noir stuff, that you know, it, it's it, it hooks you from. 
yeah. pretty much the get-go, yeah. then you're going to have a fun time with this movie. And, and it has a little extra fun. uniqueness because it's an Indian film, so you're seeing a whole different culture. You're seeing yeah. locations you don't normally see. Even right. though it feels like a very metropolitan urban story, it has all these affects that are really interesting and unique. So I really yeah. enjoyed that, just the whole um, aspect of the cultural differences and you know the beauty of it. You yeah. get to see everyday life in India. That's the thing I love mm -hmm. about about films where they're not they're not pushing the idea of like, oh, here's how it is to live in India. We have to do this and this and this, and this is what we have here and there. It's like no, it's just this is everyday life. This <laughs> yeah. is it's very kind of like normal. the lunchbox in a way. It just sort of gives you this little glimpse yeah. of just normal life. You know, it's not trying to make a point of it. It's just this is what it is. This Except is... there's a murder and a blind guy and a liar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These little elements that feel like American films. <laughs> Anne Hadhun is the name. Uh, you know, the rough translation is Blindly, but it's based Blindly. on that French film from 2002 called uh, the, the Piano, Piano Tuner. Tuner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. So I think uh, we all liked it. A little it. bit of French, a little bit of Indian, a lot of Hitchcock. <laughs> it's really kind of the perfect movie. <laughs> It's a, yeah. it's, it's a it's a it's a film worth seeking really out, fun. and it's available yeah. on Netflix, so you can watch it anywhere. It's watch fun, it. and there's more to it than we said. You know, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you try to go into the story of this film, you try to remember it. It's like, oh my god, there was this whole other part in there. <laughs> remember that whole yeah. other part? Yeah, <laughs> I love the it's beginning like five and five different end. movies. <laughs> it, yeah. it does. You do get a lot of movies in this, yes. which is kind of fun because you 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 get always get thrown off balance because yeah. you're watching, like you said, you're watching one movie, all of a sudden it becomes a different movie, all of a sudden yeah. it's a different movie. But I love that they have two bookend scenes that are really important that are great, and you know, it's just, it's really a, a smart movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Really fun, Great. cleverly, cleverly devised. Yeah, it's a puzzle film. You know, you're, yeah. you're trying Those to, are to always... solve a puzzle. Yeah, and that like, how would I get out of this? How's he going to get out of it? I mean, it just seemed impossible. And he doesn't <laughs> do messed. stupid things. People don't do stupid. There's no stupid yeah. people. No, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, everybody's pretty sensible. smart. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so check it out. Get Cinemando sealed. And had done. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And had done. Thanks very much for watching. We'll see you soon. Enjoy. Take Bye. Care. Bye.